Hello and welcome to another episode of the Jew and Jewish Music. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an absolute blast. And the feedback that you guys give me, um, much of the material that comes to light on this show is sourced in, in people's feedback. People are just coming over to me telling me a story, telling me a backstory, like, hey, did you know? Or playing me a song that just blows my mind. So keep them coming. The J in, in J Music at Gmail. You could check it out in the podcast description. This week, we're heading into Adar. So I thought we can get out an Adar episode. I think for the past like five years, I've been putting out a song on Adar. I don't know, for, for program. I don't know if I'll get there this year, but uh, there's something special about Adar. You know, uh, there's music in the air on Purim. But when you get two Adars, it's like, Teva. When it comes to dancing, specifically on Purim, but generally at weddings or any event, uh, the breast of a chassid, the to dance every day. I know, I know Yidin who, they'll be in bed, and you know that moment when you forget, you, you remember that you forgot to daven Mariv, so it's like, ah, oh, I have to get out of bed and daven Mariv. Okay, you know, that, what, what a tefillah. I mean, that, I mean, that Mariv's worth who knows what. It's a thousand regular Mariv's. But uh, they're, they're a breast of a chassidim that if they are lying down in bed and he, he remembers that he hadn't danced that day, he'll actually get up and he'll uh, do a little uh, jig. He'll dance around. She will lay and then uh, go back into bed. The dancing has evolved, uh, obviously, over the years. Even the Goyim can recognize that dancing isn't the same in this century, the last century. Every 10 years, there are new dances. And you could look at just the component of unity that has dissolved in our dancing. I don't know if the Goyim ever danced all together, you know, in a circle like you didn't do. But at least there were two people. You know, dancing together. They would waltz, they would tango, whatever it is. It's two people. But Victor Miller had his comments about dancing like that. He said that when you have a man and a woman dancing, that's a vertical expression of horizontal desire. Klaisral, our dancing is Torvakadish. And there are Sfarim, Hasidish Sfarim, that go through the depths of the meanings of our dancing. We dance in a circle. That's a classic one, right? Why a circle? Well, a circle has no beginning and no end. There's nobody here who's leading the dance. There's nobody here who's second fiddle in this dance. We're all dancing together in absolute equality, in unity. commented about, you know, you have sometimes there's this somebody who feels like he needs a little extra attention, and maybe he does, maybe he does. There's like a need to go into the middle and put on your own little show. And it really, people don't appreciate what the full circle represents, so they don't know what they're doing. But the way to Belief describes that he's, he's in the middle there gyrating and Nebuchadnezzar's parents are burying their faces in shame in the back. But there's a tremendous Toya LS, what to gain from dancing the way that Jews dance. It's not random. There are very, very deep reasons why we dance the way we do. For example, you know, the accordion, you have people uh, lining up on one side, arm in arm, and the other side, arm in arm, and they come together and they go apart. Or you have the chassan and the kala. The chassan dances to and fro from the kala, right? 
backwards and forwards. And the, and the Svarim say that what he, the message that this dance is conveying is that no matter how far we get separated, no matter how apart we become, we will always come back together. I'll always come back to you. And yet we'll go through our phases. Life's are ups and downs closer and further, but you have to know that we're always going to be together. And it's all part of the dance, even when we're far away, right? When... When, when the accordion goes apart, it's not like you're missing the guys in the other end of this, on the uh, other end of the room, because you know that it's part of the dance, and you're gonna be going back together any minute. Has that chasana in Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim recently? Very simple wedding, very simple, and the dancing, the simcha was palpable. Everyone was dancing, first of all. Everyone had a smile. I'm telling you, my face was hurting just from dancing, from smiling so much. It was incredible. They. They did some, the Rosh Hashiva went with the Chassid and they created a, like an oval shape in the crowd and they just held hands and danced back and forth. And then, this one I never saw, they had, I'm sure you guys know about this, but this blew my mind. They had all the Yeshiva guys, all the Chassid's friends and, and, and brothers and cousins and whatnot, got down on their knees facing each other so that there was a row in between them. And they made three of these rows. The Rosh Hashiva went in, went in the middle row, the Chosin went on the right, the Chosin's father went on the left, and the Rosh Hashiva was holding both their hands, the Chosin and the Chosin's father. And together, they danced through these three rows of the guys on the floor, back and forth. I'm telling you, it was, you were watching the Messiah from Harsinai in play. It was incredible. Dancing is not something that you just do. Nabuchi, look at the Goyish world. They don't even dance together anymore. You can't even find two people dancing together. Now at a rave, let's be real, everyone's just jumping by themselves. You want to get some personal, inter- some, some interaction, so you bang into the guy next to you to get his attention. But you should know that it, we're missing something very, very deep, something very, very special to Yiddishkeit. It's very easy for us to miss the target. You know, there's a old line people used to say the chazin is a nar chazin in the olden days wasn't just you know a guy who comes up to you two minutes before your stabach and says hey kiddie dam for the the chazin was a position there's a rov there's a president you know there's a married asa a reishkelusa there was a chazin his job was to be a bucky in all the nuschois to daven for the amid it was a it was a higher job so why is he a nar what's a, you know, what did he do wrong and the Svarim say that the, the, the Chazin, he's living in Oilam of music. And there's a chamber, there's a Heichal up in Shemayim for music. The thing is that this chamber is so high in the Madregas in Shemayim that it's right near the chamber of a Nevuah. Why is a Chazin an hour? You spend so much time with next door neighbors with Nevuah. How did he not hop over there? It's easy to just sing a song and totally miss out on everything that's happening in that song. I'll tell you a quick story. My uh, great-great-grandfather, Shragov Feivel Mendelovich. So, I'm not sure how good of a singer he was. I've heard from some of my relatives he wasn't, he wasn't much of a singer. But he was a bucky in music. He knew it, and he appreciated it. And he knew what was going on in these nagunim. And there was a... He did nefesh. Could be it was a Chabad nigga, and I'm not sure that he, that he particularly loved. Every year after the Pesach Seder, the Bachim would come to his house and spend the night learning, singing, talking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the kind of the mitzvah we got at the Levincha. There was one Bachim in Yeshiva who sang very nicely. And one year, Rav asked him, Zog the Yedid Nefesh, sing the Yedid Nefesh song. 
And the Bachar closed his eyes, and Shagaf Eva closed his eyes, and all the Bachar closed their eyes. And late, late at night, this Bachar started singing Gedin Nefesh. After a few minutes, Shagaf Eva was in a total trance. He was in another world. And he suddenly jumps up. And he says, whoa, 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 hold on. He pauses the song. And he looks at the Bachar and says, did you? Something's wrong. And the Bachar thinks for a second. He said, what's the matter, Rabbi? He said, we're missing something. What are we missing? And the Bachar chapped that he had skipped a stanza. If Shagaf Eva explained, you know that there are four basic worlds. Schwab talks about this at the beginning in, in his uh, chapter on Adar Elam. We live in the Olam Ho'asiyah. This is where we do stuff. Above us is Olam Abriah. Then there's Olam Ha'yetzira. Then there's Olam Ha'atzila, the highest level up by Hashem. Shagaf Eva says this song is designed to carry you. Like we said, every song takes you somewhere. This song takes you from one Olam to the next. Up. Eitzel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if Shagaf said at one point, we skipped the world. Something was off. And the Bachar realized that he had actually skipped the stanza. So the journey there of Shagaf was going on in this song had a detour. Achazan is an hour. How could you be singing and be missing out on everything that's happening right where you are? On that note, let's go to the hidden Jewish music gem. Now this is just as Shagaf I wasn't planning on saying that story about Shagaf but... His son, Uncle Shmiel Mendelowitz, he was a Rosh Hashiva in Mansia, very Rosh Yid. He was a tremendous Balmanagin as well. He composed a tremendous amount of songs, many of them, I don't know if most of them, a lot of them were composed on Shabbos, so by the time Shabbos was over, we didn't remember them. So we do have a lot of uh, Hanukkah songs and Motzah Shabbosim songs. A little while back, his son put out an album with like 20 of of Shmuel Menlowitz's songs. One of them is an absolute diamond. It's a Purim song, and it's just epic. So my rabbi's eyes, sit back and enjoy Shoshana Yaakov. Vesi <laughs> <laughs> 
song i feel authentic purim this is legit this is where where, where it brings you into purim it, it gives you the whole vibe the feeling it's not just it's not just fun in the colloquial sense it's an absolute it's a deep it's a deep simcha the, the, the world needs to know this song all right now for the jm fun fact there's a famous song sung by uh, ohad originally in that simcha liner 
hier zu einmal von der Wünsche was beim Schiete mal lieb gha was gha wie was gha wie tän so far so good now here's the fun fact there's a word tzadikim and originally it was sung tzadikos and the fun fact is that tzadikos isn't a word there's no such word so if I'm not mistaken uh, I think Simchalani did chuva on this one I think on one of the Relax albums he actually changed it to tzadikim with tzitkoniois because tzitkoniois is a word so it's good to say the, say real words when you're singing songs um This happens. I know Shlomi Dax put out a song, uh, Hamalach, and famously he left out like three words in the middle. He said if he could change anything in his music career, he would go back and put those words back in. The Akkor of Hemshimi, I believe, are, are left out. Yeah, Chavah, remember, know what you're singing and think about the words and notice, enjoy the ride, see where it's taking you. And now, for the jam backstory. This is a story about Shlomo Kabach. He has a song, Yom and Usmoil. The words come from Lechadoidi in Kabbalah Shabbos, written by Shlomo Kabitz, and it's actually a Purim song. I don't know why Kabach was holding in these words on Purim, but let me tell you the backstory. Shlomo Kabach, when he passed away, he had zero money in his bank account. He, the, the Olam needed to make a fundraiser just to pay for his kfura. Like, really. And it's not that he didn't make money. He made good money from concerts, which he was playing always, Absolutely, consistently. The problem was, he would come home from every concert. Whatever money he had in his pockets, he gave to whoever he met. And people came to him collecting money. He even had people who were anti-Kabach, who, who he, he managed to help out. Rabbonim, who were shrying, putting him in harem. He sent money to... Or just the homeless people. He would reach into his pocket, and whatever he had in there, he, he wouldn't even look. He would just hand them. He would hand them hundreds of dollars. He would hand them checks. Who knows what he would... And he never had any money to his name. His manager knew this. And they were in Eretz Yisrael doing a concert in Tel Aviv a few days before Purim. And it was a big concert and pulled in a lot of money. So something like, but it's hard to know the, the equivalent nowadays. It was a lot of money. And his manager said, Shlomo, do me a favor. Give me the money. Let me hold on to it so that it'll last more than a day, you know? And Kabach looked at him with a mischievous, mischievous twinkle in his eye. And this guy knew that something was up. He said, oh, no. <laughs> What's going on here? Two days later, it was Purim. Kabach woke up by Nates to Davin here in the Megillah. And then afterwards, with the, the same wad of bills from the concert two nights ago, still in his pocket, he turns to his manager and says, Hey, holy brother, you want to go do some Mishleach Manus? So he said, All right, this will be interesting. They went, I believe it was to Geula. There was a, there was a section in Eretz Yisrael, even back then, it's years ago in the 60s, maybe a little later, that boasted a bakery and a supermarket. And now you have a bunch of these places, Baruch Hashem. Kabach went over to this place, and first he rented a truck, uh, a pickup truck. And he drove it over to the to this bakery and to the supermarket. He went into the bakery, and he said, I want to buy some Danishes. And the guy behind the counter says, okay, how many? And he looks at him in the eye, and he says, all of them. The guy swallows and says, so what, 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 what now? He said, I would like to buy everything you baked today. Put it in my truck. Yeah, good? They go, yeah. And with big smiles on their face, the, all, the whole bakery comes, all the staff, and they start wheeling out trays and trays and trays of danishes and rugelach and rolls and everything that they had baked that day piled into the car. Next, he went into the supermarket. And he went and he bought hundreds of bottles of grape juice. He spent every last penny he had in his pocket filling up his truck with Mishlech Manas. 
And from there, he sat down in the trunk. He pulled out a list of Anim and Yushalayim. And one by one by one, they drove to every single house and dropped off Mishlech Mani, singing and dancing, wishing on Freilich and Purim. What does that have to do with the Omen Usma? At the end of the day, they were running low on Mishlech Manis. It was already getting dark. And Kabach said, we can't finish our Purim without going to the hospital. Because, you know, out here, it's very, it's very nice. We have singing and dancing and people are up and wearing costumes in the hospital. It's just another day in the hospital. And that makes it even more depressing that we're having Purim out here. We're going to bring Purim into the hospital. So they drove the truck over to Shai Tzedek and Kabach grabs his guitar and they burst in with the whole cover he has with him. Singing and dancing, Chuasam, Lebedig, the, the, all the staff started smiling and really there was, went from room to room, bring a real smile to every Chayla's face. And he really, he really brought Purim into the hospital that year. There was one year who recognized Kabach. He knew him personally and he said, Rishlam, could you come here? Do me a favor. I have a cousin here. Who's sick? Could you come sing for him? He said, of course. He runs down the hall, goes into the guy's room. And the Chayla looks at him and he says, Ah, Rishlam, no, maybe, maybe compose a song for me. And after a poem like this, Rishlam obliged. And he sang, Once, twice, three times. Dalim started singing along. History was made that day. So all the hospital staff was dancing. The room was overfilled, piling out into the hallway of Shari Tzedek. And they sang this song for, for hours on end. That is the backstory of Yomin Usmo. To see Ben Paritzi to meet Mashiach Tzedkenu very soon. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to hearing from you. Keep singing, keep connecting. Have an amazing day.